This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is a show where I chat with a different musician or band each week all about music. And for this one, I am chatting with Andy and Calliope from Just a Leo. They recently put out a song called Hear Me, which sounds like this. They also have an EP they put out last year called Sick of All the Rain, which you can go check out as well on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music or wherever you buy music. You're going to find it there. But before we do jump into it, this is actually the second time I recorded an interview with them. Uh, There was a problem the first time. We'll go into detail in the interview about what happened, but I thought I would give you a bit of context before the chat starts. So let's jump into the chat with Andy and Calliope from Just a Leo. So I'm excited to chat to them for the first time ever, Andy (laughs) and Calliope um, from Just a Leo. It's um, it's been the adventure of a lifetime chatting with, um, trying to chat with you guys. (laughs) It's been ridiculous. I think it's never going to end. I'm... I think I'm going to be late to work tomorrow. I'm going to have to let them know. <laughs> it's never going to start, man. If only if only the listeners knew what it took to get to this point. Yeah. We had a we had a good old chat about a week ago and we're redoing that now. Um we'll get into that in a little bit. But um just today just just getting the internet to work and um we've had to scrap the internet idea. We're just recording recording ourselves and then Hopefully that all comes together. I have a lot of faith and that's all I have in my life. Okay. um, It's all we can have. This is the fourth time, I guess. You could say fourth time we're we're, um, recording. Yep. Fourth and second last probably. It's it's, it's just been a debacle. But look, we're here now and so far so good. So let's just hope. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, but if you guys could just, um, I guess there's been some changes in the band since I spoke to you the first time. Um, if you could just go through that and, yeah, what's going on in the band? Well, we spoke exactly a week ago according to the date of this recording, which is probably like going to be a month when people are listening to this. Um, and at the time we spoke, we were a trio. We had three members and that was all fun. We are having a laugh, having a great time. And then we finished the podcast, pat, gave ourselves a pat on the back. 20 <laughs> minutes later, we got, we got a call from Matt, the guitarist at the time, and he's like, I quit. <laughs> we well like, it wasn't so like straightforward like that but no. essentially that's what it was yeah yeah which, which is cool and look we're on really great terms we've sorted it all out um he left because he just didn't have his heart and any heart in sure. it anymore and that's totally fine yeah um but he's he's getting right into the twitch streaming thing and he really wants mm-hmm. to focus on that so it's we wish good. him all the best Yes. And, you know, just a lifetime of happiness and, you know, we're going to go our separate ways. I feel like it's been a really intense breakup, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, but where I've gone through 
the sadness. I went through the rage, like pure rage. Um, and then like I felt nothing. And now I'm okay. I feel as though <laughs> we're, we're on, the, on the good side of things now. So, yeah. You, you found a rebound and joined another band for a couple of days and <laughs> now everything's all good. Yeah, we mingled. We played with a bunch of different bands trying to find ourselves, you know, like... <laughs> Um, well, I, I think for the for the sake of honesty, um, I should tell you something as well. So when I, um, after we chatted and after you said, hey, can we do this again? I had a look at the, the audio from what we recorded mm. and this is a sign of something. It didn't actually record Matt's end of the conversation. <laughs> Whoa. So it's like... It's like the internet knew before you guys. Dude, what the hell? That is insane. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, look, it was meant to be, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. Okay, fair enough. Well, there you go. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we, we were probably going to need to do it again anyway. Okay. Oh, well. Um, I feel a bit less bad. So oh, yeah. that's good. Awesome. So anyway, how, um, how has your week been? <laughs> my week has been, you know, it's been a week. Fair. Um, it's been very similar to the last say 150 weeks oh okay oh. But, um, <laughs> that good that good um, that's like three well, years let's, man <laughs> let, let, let's um let's let's chat about music for a little bit then we'll we'll get on to the therapy session cool. cool um so you guys just put out a new song called hear me yep came out was it came out last friday yeah right? yes yes sir. Um, 28th yes yeah. of jan yeah. So, yeah, how does it feel to have a new tune out? It feels liberating. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. nice to be able to... Because we had a bit of a break from last year to now, so it's really mm-hmm. nice to be able to kind of like go full steam ahead and be releasing again and feel relevant and create content. Like, it's just really nice. It's also good because yeah. we, we don't really identify with the music we made in EP1 anymore. And I feel like that's right. just... a. a a problem all creatives face. Mm. It's like you make something like making making a record takes a really long time, right? Like you'll be working on mm. those tunes for like a year, maybe two years or longer, and then by the time it gets ready to release, it's like that was you a long time ago. Mm. So it's mm. not really you anymore. Mm. And I, I feel like this music we did um, write, produce, record, and mix last year, um, but it still feels so relevant to what yeah. we have to say musically. And sure. thematically that I, I just can't wait to, it just feels good to, to have this out because now it's like, this is actually who we are. Mm. This is actually what we are and this is what we're going to stay, hopefully, and just get better. Of well, course. hopefully uh, get better. Yes. I don't want to stagnate. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hope, you, hope I, can, I, can, I was going to say it can only get better, but that sounds mean. Um, <laughs> it can only get worse because I, it is the best thing ever, right? Thank yeah, you. I don't know. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything, but if you said it, it's cool. Yeah, basically, you guys are geniuses. Um, oh, yeah. A and I appreciate of that. Kanye's in our midst. Oh, man. oh joy. <laughs> I think the world doesn't need any more Kanye's. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I can. I can agree. I, I hope Kanye doesn't listen to this before he, um, he's actually my ne- Me next too. guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no beef, Kanye. Love your work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great guy, great guy. Um, yeah. No, but yeah. So when, when did you? So the last EP, "Sick of All the Rain," that came out was that last year? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was September, October. I don't know. It's the mm-hmm. days. So you saying you said like kind of 
I guess it is a bit stylistically different. Not that it's like crazy different, but it is a a bit different. Um, what drove you, I guess, more towards the new sound um, that you're doing now? It was purely just, you know, what we were wanting to write at the time, really. You, you know, I feel as though, like, we, because of the pandemic, we, like, Andy and I kind of got our own little setup going on and we were just writing, you know. It was just, like, that's what we did and we needed to for our own mental health and it just kind of, it just slowly kind of morphed into this new kind of a sound for us and, mm-hmm. yeah, it happened really organically and, um, yeah, there, like, in, well, for me, there wasn't really any thought process by it. I was like, let's play with some more of these sounds and Andy was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, I think it was just, like, literally just the act of writing all the time. Yeah. Yeah, plus, like, you know, I, I've always really loved electronic music some of my favorite songs of all time are uh, electronic you know like bts to you by jai paul is like oh man don't even talk to me about it but for me that's strange because i have a heavy metal background Mm. and so i'd always found myself in like heavy metal bands or rock bands and i always wanted to play with this other side of of music like uh, stylistically and so it was always like, let's just push the envelope a little more. Let's like have a little bit more sense. Let's play around with some vocal samples and some chops. And then it eventuated in this song that we just released, Hear Me, having like a full-blown electronic middle section mm-hmm. that was just a blast to like make a beat basically. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so you're kind of mentioning the, um, I guess you came from like a more heavy metal background. Was that ever like present in the kind of just the Leo stuff? Did it ever pop its head in i think maybe in terms of like my approach with the drums sometimes energetically for sure yeah like energetically and also maybe like the our rock roots inform some uh structural decisions we make with our music too like we really Uh love music that just peaks to a massive climax and just like you know the hats are getting washed out and the singer's like going real hard and like everything's just loud and thick like we still love those like really big sections but we're trying to we're trying to reconcile that energy with a more pop ethos mm. so it's just a sure. bit more i don't want to say more listenable but just like not rock if that makes sense mm. yeah yeah no, no that's fair enough and i guess we we spoke about this a little um in the uned discussion but um kind of you guys coming together i think you said you met at uni is that right yeah yeah well um well. yeah can you tell us a bit about how you how you came together <laughs> well i guess the story is different now <laughs> well it is yeah. a little bit different <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually more simple now so Can't first day of uni um we had our first class and andy was late as per usual <sighs> You actually were. You can't. Act, you were 15 minutes late. I was a country bumpkin who just moved to the city. It's like so my third time in a city in my whole life, and it was like, okay, now I'm going to navigate 15 minutes late. trams. Man, what? With, without all those excuses, were you still 15 minutes late? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue. Yeah, so we had our, four, uh, our first like performance class, and then um, at the end of it, I got up from my seat and I saw Andy, and I literally like went up to him and I was like, how old are you? <laughs> and he said 18 and I was like no you're not you're 25 and he was like no I'm not and then he showed me I forced him to show him like me his license and indeed he was 18 and I was like wow okay we're going to be friends now and then we've been inseparable ever since <laughs> I'd never met anyone that outwardly intense from like the Keiko of mine's high life and I was like yeah okay she's like you, you have my license here you go I was like, don't, like don't hurt me <laughs> so there you go <laughs> 
but it was cool. Like in, in that performance class, I remember like, it was, you know, the way it worked at uni was we got put on stage with charts. We'd hear the song once that we have to play and then we have to play it basically. You do like a little rehearsal and then you perform it. So it's like throwing you in the deep end, learn yeah. this song now, sucked in. And Carly did Mustang Sally, like the blues, uh-huh. the blues standard. And she just like ripped it and everyone was just like their fucking jaws dropped to their floor. They're like, who is this? Who is this girl? Because <laughs> she just had like this strong gutsiness and everything. Um, so yeah, I'm really glad that she did what she did. <laughs> and so we could eventually, <laughs> you know, do what we have done now. I shocked you into a friendship. Literally. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I think I've got Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> If the um, if the music thing doesn't work out, you've always got a career as a nightclub bouncer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That works. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess now I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make the conversation a little bit different to last time, just so we're not repeating ourselves too much. Cool. But um, we chatted a little bit about the live thing, which um, you haven't done. I think you said it's been two years since you. You last played live. Mm-hmm. But what was kind of interesting to me was kind of how you're changing your live setup now. So if you could talk a bit about that. So we we really want to rehearse all the time. So our live show is as polished as possible. Mm-hmm. We think we owe it to everybody who comes and sees us play live, right? When you're a new emerging act and you need people to play your parts, you're relying on good friends or other professionals mm-hmm. like session musicians to come play live with you. And you're only really going to get a few rehearsals um, and there's only so many free dinners you can shout them before it starts to become really inappropriate, you know. And we care about, obviously, we care about our friends and we don't want to take advantage of people. So, instead of hiring, you know, eight session musicians to actually fulfill all the roles in our music, we now run everything on backing tracks. So, So, now we don't have to worry about if people know the parts well enough because they're played perfectly. Yeah, we literally have the best backing band ever now ever. because it was like recorded, edited and everything's just like mint, which is great. So, it means that we don't have to feel guilty for asking too much of people uh. who will kind of go the extra mile for us and we also don't have to pay money. So, that's also pretty good. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> but it also means that there's no limit to what we can pull off live either now. Mm. Well, I mean... There's still limitations, obviously, but in terms of having like, you know, we can have that choir, we can have that string section, we can have those horns, mm-hmm. we can have like four guitarists if we want. Like we can just sort of go wild and just really enjoy the music making process mm. and know that we're going to be able to replicate it live. Yeah, I guess that's a great thing. You can go crazy in the studio or whatever and you go, this, this is going to be great here. And then you think, fuck, now I've got to, now I've got to play a live show and yeah. have it be yeah. as good where it's just like, It'd be just so expensive to pull that off. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to give me a lot of um, anxiety because it's like I didn't want to like give people like mislead people when they come to see us live. So before mm-hmm. we had the backing tracks, it was like our songs sound amazing recorded, yes, but um, a lot of the elements weren't there in the live version. Yeah. So at least this way, it's literally going to be the most accurate representation of what we are. So yeah, I I feel as though it's a the best thing that we could have ever done. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there was a distinct turning point in our songwriting process because for a bit of context, like we used to do just the band thing. You know, we were a five-piece rock band and we never added any more musical elements that we couldn't pull off with physical performers. But when we started changing our writing writing process, we could kind of have that overview in the moment, you know, like with The Door, something like Logic, that, you know, it really provided us with a nice... 
uh, bird's eye view of making music. And there was this one particular writing session where I was just like, more harmonies. And Carly was like, we're not going to be able to do this live. I was like, more harmonies. <laughs> we need it. We just need more harmonies. Like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> and that was, that was like 18 months before we actually ended up getting a backing track rig where we could actually pull it off. But mm. I'm really glad we made that decision because otherwise mm. I don't think we would have made anything close to what we have made no. at all. I guess with the arrangement kind of stuff, you said like you were like with that one song, you're putting on more harmonies. But do you find now at all that you're even more adventurous with the what you're doing in recordings? Because you know you don't have to worry as much about about it when when it comes to the live setting. Mm, definitely, for sure. Like we're still for trying sure. to rein it in. Like we want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still want to make music that's still like accessible at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we have a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like we can easily like we can do a bit too much, but then we can actually like like strip things back again like we do get excited sometimes but mm. <laughs> it's really nice because like there's just no like no more limitations it's just awesome yeah for sure i've definitely i guess i've been in, in similar situations but in my situation because i'm a solo guy i'm the boss but i have this mm. my keyboard player just loves chucking harmonies on everything mm. and we're like doing like i was like oh, i need you in the studio for like half an hour an hour and she was just like doing harmonies for like three hours. I was like, this is, this is probably enough. It's like, no, I've got more. I've got more in me. And then just you use more. like you use like three of her three of her tracks yeah, just to. Like, she's just um, giving you options. That's it. You know? Yeah, exactly. I actually scrapped that whole song, um, that whole session. Oh um, no! Way. Was it because no, of the harmonies? Of her, because, oh, no, no, just because oh. I. I can never decide what I want to do. And I just record things and then scrap it. Yeah, fair enough. I like, one of my favorite things to do is just waste money. Right. <laughs> it's, so, it's so fun. It's do, so you, fun. do you want to waste some money on us? Yeah. yeah might as well. Yeah, I could. I've got, we'll, I don't know, we'll $3. Actually, like, we'll actually release the music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that is not something that I am willing to do. Oh, um, damn. Uh, I think everything. So. <laughs> I think it's a bit um, indulgent to have other people listen to your stuff, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, that's not yeah. why we do this. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't listen to our music. No. Don't no, look us up on no. social media. We do not want you to if, find us. If there's anything <laughs> I got out of this chat so far, it's that um, don't support us. Yes, um, we don't want it. You're probably. <laughs> In fact, I'm probably not even going to release this episode. Oh, there you go. Because, See? because <laughs> it fits my, my um, brand a lot. Yeah, I feel like the walls are closing in a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> can we please renegotiate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, are you guys looking at doing any live shows soon? A hundred percent. We absolutely cannot wait to get back to gigs. We it just, feels so alien though. Yeah. Like, well, the thought of playing a gig is just like... There's like so much awe around it now when it used to be just so normal. Mm-hmm. But Which is nice, yeah. to be honest. I think um, like we, we were starting to get a good idea of how our live show is going to work as a trio. And now as uh-huh. a duo, it's like we kind of have to reframe mm. everything right. again, basically. So, yeah, we'll, we'll play gigs when we're ready and we, we absolutely hope it's really soon. Mm. Do you think um, you'll just stay as a duo or do you think you'll try and get a third person on board again? Uh, I was saying this to Andy, like, very soon after Matt quit. I was like, never again. 
I said, we're not having anyone else ever again unless they're like session people that we really love and, you know, sure. it's like we want this keys player to be on our tour, sure. But like as the face like of the band, no chance. Mm-hmm. It's you and me <laughs> forever. Forever and ever. <laughs> it's just like I just don't it, – it's really hard to find people that align perfectly with what you want. Sure, yeah. You know, and it's like we've got something really good. We literally want the exact same things, and we mm-hmm. are so committed. We would do we would do everything for this. So, um, yeah, I don't know if other people or if anyone else would really be able to cut it personally, like what? in terms of like the effort and the and the passion. You know? Yeah, I think it's really rare yeah. to find people who are on the same page. I feel like that's yep. the number one band killer is commitment. Especially because, mm. you know, you form bands when you're sort of young, like you're young adults, right? And then mm. it takes a little while to really get things going and it's a lot of work, a lot of persistence, but that's a few years, right? And when you start getting to your middle 20s, it's like people start... It's not so sexy to be eating two-minute noodles and working like four casual jobs and like putting all your money into the band. Like people want stability. Then they start, Mm. you know, wanting to buy houses, getting married, all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, like a lot of artists and a lot of bands that we, when we started, you know, they were kicking around and really passionate. They've all kind of dropped off the face of the earth Mm. because of that, like members Mm. leaving and then just things dissolve. Mm. So, yeah, to be honest, it's like we'll roll forward as a duo because Carly and I are committed to basically... (laughs) <laughs> to an irresponsible degree <laughs> um, and we want to push this thing for as long as it takes or as long as we are able physically and mentally and emotionally and I just it's so rare to find people like that mm. quite frankly so yeah but in terms of session musicians like I'd love to have people to play with for bigger shows and tours yeah. and mm. things like that but when we can actually afford it we can for actually sure. give it to them we, we want to actually be able to pay them what they're worth yeah you yeah. know and um at least that way they're part, like we know what we want from them and they know what they are, like what we're asking of them as opposed to like mm. put in like, you know, email all these people. It's like, no, just play these shows and do really well, <laughs> yeah. you know. Here's just, your money. Yeah, and here's your money. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, definitely a tricky, tricky one. Like people, like a lot of musicians are just so nice with their, their time and, mm. Um, I guess because everyone's on the same boat, no one's getting paid anyway. So um, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I might as well. You know, the people that you have on your shows are people you genuinely love. You love mm. them for their, the way that they play or perhaps you're really good friends and you've got a relationship and it's like, you want to make sure, like you care for them. You want to make sure they're getting a good deal as well. Mm. It's also just like out of respect yeah, too, that, I think, I mean. you know, like yeah. you don't want to like take your friends for granted Nah, because they'll walk out the door. <laughs> exactly. That's how I got to have no friends in my life. <laughs> Took them all for granted. Very sad. <laughs> Took them all for granted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean you won't do this gig for exposure? Hey. <laughs> I've never heard of paid. Yeah, paid. Do you think I'm getting paid? Why would I pay what, you? What do you? Why do you think I should split this $1,000 fee that I had from tonight? Maybe that's why like, Matt left the band because we couldn't pay yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that, I think. I think that's a, that's a perfect spot to end it, I think. But um, thanks for chatting with me again. Thanks Thank for being patient. Thank you so much for having us and for dealing with all of the hiccups this morning. No problem. This, I'll yeah. see you both next week. No worries. For round five. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening and thank you to Andy and Calliope for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Just The Leo's new single, Hear Me, wherever you buy Australian music. And go ahead and check out their socials to keep up to date with what they're doing. And while you're there, you might as well check out my socials as well. I'll leave all the links in the description of the episode. And if you did enjoy this chat, you can follow or subscribe to Life on Music wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. And if you're feeling ever so nice, you can leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcast if that's where you listen. But that is all for this episode. Until the next one, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.